Hey there, welcome back to the Legion HQ podcast. I am your host, Alex, and I'm excited to be here today with you. What I want to share today are just some tips, real quick pieces of advice on how you can generate more leads from your SEO efforts. Now, when it comes to SEO, whether you are a small business, a local business, a brand, e-commerce, medium business, solopreneur, there's virtually no type of business that wouldn't want to get more visibility on their website. That's SEO, search engine optimization. So whether you're an insurance agent, whether you are a real estate agent, a doctor, an attorney, a consultant, a coach, doesn't matter what industry you're in. If you're trying to connect with people, it's clear that search engine optimization is still important because with SEO and visibility, it allows people to find you much easier. Search engines are always changing, Google and Bing, always changing their algorithms. But ultimately, when it comes down to how they rank your content, your website, how they do that is, is by analyzing all the, all the different aspects of the algorithm, right? So everything from on-page to off-page SEO is going to matter. What you need to do is start with an on-page SEO effort, which is a lot of internal linking, creating the content, making sure that it fits the criteria of, you know, uh, experience, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. So that's just one way to look at it. Obviously, there are other things that you want to assess, which are just as important. Originality, uh, the tone of voice. Did you, read the, re, did you include the right keywords, the length? Even though some of these things are said from Google, if you go to their their, their own videos on YouTube, on Search Central, they're going to say, hey, the length of the words don't matter in content. Yeah, you're right. It doesn't matter except for if someone is looking for a very specific topic and your 3,000 word blog post explains that, it's going to be better than the 500 word blog post. Now, obviously, if the 300, if the 3,000 blog post word blog post doesn't make sense and is just you know poorly written, you're not going to rank, but SEO does matter. So again, whether you're a small business, whether you are in lead gen yourself, I mean, I'm always surprised how many companies are in the lead generation industry, actually selling leads to other companies. And even if they're just in the brokering of data, I'm always surprised how little attention they pay to SEO because they're really in the business of just selling other people's data. So my question to them is like, Hey, how come you don't rank at all for your website. And typically the answer I get or response is, well, I don't depend on SEO for my business. And I also get this from a lot of small business owners who are local, sometimes belonging to a chamber of commerce or a leads group. They feel like, well, I get referrals that way. And so therefore I don't have to worry about SEO, but I can make a case for you time and time again, that if you're in the, if you're in a business that there are customers looking for your product or service locally or nationwide, and they're going to the search engines, okay? It's either you or your competitor, and your stuff is just not that good. Let's face it. I don't care how good 
what you do is or what you make is at the end of the day, there's always a competitor and you don't own 100% of the market share. And that is the argument I always make is as a business, you continuously want to grow. You want to have sustainable sales. And so if you're happy because you're doing, you know, $5 million a year in business, well, $5 million a year in business for any industry is a, you know, one one hundredth of 1% market share. It's just small. Even if you're in a niche space, you're just one person, you're just one business. And so the notion that you don't want to create content or optimize or do on-page and off-page SEO because you already get business from other means, look, the economy is always changing. People's behavior, consumer behavior is changing. And if you're not ready, when the time comes, more than likely is you're going to lose market share to your competitors because there isn't a consumer today or a business when looking to buy a product or service that doesn't start their journey on the web, whether it's mobile or desktop. So I can make this argument all day, every day, and it's always going to fall on this side, which is you need to look for ways to rank higher and do better with your SEO. And so there's lots of ways you can do this. You know, obviously you can hire an SEO, you can hire an agency, you can go on Upwork. There's tons of ways to do it, right? And one of one of the things that you don't want to do is just outsource everything. The fact is you as the owner or you as the marketing director at your company, you have to be involved in the strategy from start to finish. You have to be involved every step of the way in that strategy, because if you're not, that content is not going to work. You have to create a workflow, right? You have to understand what types of content are you going to create? Is it creating more web pages, more blog pages, videos, podcasts, email marketing, webinars? Are you, do, are you building your FAQ pages out? Are you creating case studies, guides? The good news about all this content now with AI is you can create a lot of this content much easier than you could before. And by the way, OpenAI themselves have said that all the plagiarism applications out there is not that good at detecting that. And Google has not said or, or Bing that they're going to penalize you know, content that is written by AI because you should still, even if the content is created by AI, you should still edit and add your voice. That's very important. So ultimately it is created by humans, part by AI if you do it that way. But creating that strategy for SEO is very important. What kind of content are you going to create? What's the workflow look like? Where is it going to be broadcasted? How often are you going to share? Understand that if you don't have consistency in SEO, it won't work long term. And understand that there are certain verticals and industries that are more competitive. Therefore, it will take you longer. For example, the legal space, the insurance space, very competitive. And then you have to consider other channels. I would call them secondary channels. Secondary channels would be like, you know, review, review platforms, marketplaces. Every industry has a marketplace. If you take healthcare, you've got Vitals, you got health grades, you got WebMD. If you take legal space, you've got UpCounsel. You take the automotive space, you have AutoTrader and um, uh, TrueCar. If you take the construction industry, you have everything from Porch to Angie to local contractor and many others. So lots of considerations, right? 
And then you have your primary channels. Your primary channel is your own channel, your website, your blog, your email. Those are the ways that you connect with your customers, your prospects, your leads, first and foremost. Then you have other important channels like YouTube, which is also a search engine. Then you have auditory, just like what we're doing here with a podcast. Do, do you know if your customers are looking for information, entertainment? We call it edutainment right? So it's education and entertainment. So if they're looking for that and you don't have that to serve for them as an inventory or a means of content, they're going to go listen to someone else's podcast and they're the ones who are going to bring them down their funnel and nurture them. How about email newsletters? And what about social media? Of course, right? So the thing about all of these, I can attest to it because my company at different points you know, in the lead gen space, we've backed off of creating content or being consistent, whether it was the, the blog post for SEO, whether it was social media or videos. And what you see is a drop in traffic. That's, you know, even for those who are in the industry, you're not immune to this. So you have to be consistent. And I, I'm, I'm here to say that we've made those mistakes as well, because, you know, we may go, you know, three, four, five months where you're bringing on more clients, you're bringing more employees and your focus is internally in your customers, your employees. So you, you say, you know what, I don't need to do marketing campaigns right now, but you need to do that. Right. And so back to looking at SEO, one thing that still works very, very well is link building through outreach for websites that are within your space, within your industry. So you can use um, an application like SEMrush. They offer a free um, trial, but you can put in there your website, your content, your keywords, get a competitive analysis, and then go into the off-page SEO part where it's link building and look for link opportunities. So let's say you have a competitor and you're trying to say, man, how, how is it that they have thousands of clicks? They're doing the ads. They're driving so much traffic because they're connected to all these other sites. Well, with SEMrush and many other tools, you can find out which sites they are connected to. So it's very basic link building and it is an exhausting job, but it's worth doing if you do it right. You can use AI to create some of the email campaigns. You could create different templates, add your flavor to it. And then with that list of websites, you find out who the webmaster is, and meaning who is managing the website, and you send them an email. It's a cold email. And you say, hey, listen, uh, you're writing about a topic that I am passionate about, and I'd love to be a guest blogger for you, or write an article, or share a piece of information like a guide or a case study. And then you link to our website, and then of course we'll link to yours because we'll redirect things both ways. So it's a win-win situation. Of course, you have to make sure that the site fits the, the target audience for both you and the other website owner. This works. This works. I can tell you, you know, this week, just coming back, we hadn't done any link building um, activities for Predict and uh, my other lead gen companies in quite a while. You know, I mean, to be honest, it was before the pandemic since we had actually actively looked for link building opportunities, you know? And so we started again and we, we sent out a few hundred emails and not to my surprise, but I was very, very happy about it was that uh, my team, you know, reached back out to me and said, Hey, we've, we've got some bites here, you know, and some really good sites, really good sites. And so we're setting up calls and this is how you do that off page SEO. You set up the calls 
And you're building a strategic partnership, right? Think about it like in the virtual, not don't think about it in the virtual space of like two websites. Think about it in the in the context of two vendors at a concert who may help each other, right? So for example, maybe I sell beer, I'm a beer company, and I want to be next to the company that is selling food. What I would do in that case, and the web, in this analogy, the the internet, the web is the actual concert venue where all those users are going. So you have an overlap, meaning your product, your service, and that other company's product or service is serving a similar target audience. So it would be better for you to be closer to one another so that you can better serve that prospect or lead. So in this case, if you are connected to websites that are close to what you're doing, then it makes sense. So I'll give you the example is real estate. Let's say you're a real estate agent. Well, in that case, you can you can do some outreach to mortgage companies, to home improvement companies, uh, to title companies. Think about the entire journey of, a, a, of someone who's buying a house or selling a house. There are so many touch points throughout that journey where they they use different service providers, right? So for you, you can be a guest blogger. You can offer some free guides that you can put up on their site. They link back to you. And it is a win-win for everyone. It's a win-win for you. It's a win-win for your, your customers and, and for your channel partnership. And you do this in a strategic way and you have to set up rules and guidelines and all of that. But I'm telling you, it is absolutely worth it. And what what happens, as is the case with anyone who's done SEO long enough, is that over a long period of time, when you do really good content and you do it consistently, you start to see the clicks come through. When you're really strategic about it, really intentional, and you 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 do the right optimization, whether you have WordPress or some other content management system, so you really do that, and you will start to see go from one click to 10 to 100, 200 to thousands. Before you know it, you are generating more leads, more calls, more increase. And again, this is for any business, solopreneur, nonprofits, you name it. If your organization needs to promote your products, your service, your mission, guess what? SEO has to be a part of what you do for lead generation. All right. So I hope that you were able to get some nuggets out of today's episode. I will be back next week with another topic that is sure to help you generate more leads for your business. 